Right, thank goodness our break is pretty well over now. We get games on Tuesday. You'll be seeing this on Monday morning here. Super excited to get into our trades for the week. Obviously, Adelaide is our team to be focusing on. Most likely, three of those trades are, of your trades this week are going to be going to those strikers players. We didn't get to see them play in that first game, which is pretty frustrating, but we do have a general idea on the majority of their players. So a few of their top of the order batsmen, you got Adam Jose there. I like to say Jose. Um, you've got guys like Chris Lynn, you know exactly you know what you're going to be getting out of them. The Matt Shorts, Darcy Short, obviously he's going to be opening the batting as well. So that top four seems to be you know, sort of fairly set for the most part. And then that middle order is probably where things are going to be a little bit odd with the Overtons, with the James Basley, these types of guys there as to where they actually going to bat and then what they do with their spin options and obviously which pace bowler they do leave out from this side given they have you know four sort of top line paces to go along with, with Overton, with Basley in there as well. So plenty going on in this side. And, and the good thing here is that we do get to make that selection of these players in that first game which is great news. So firstly, let's just get into the Adelaide Strikers and, and their squad and, and sort of the guys that we'd be looking at. Obviously here I have all of their players on, on deck and everyone should be getting Matt Short in. Every, everyone should be likely just putting the straight captaincy on him. And the main reason for that is just so you can do some looping in and around some of your other players there. I think that's going to be most important here. If you're owning only the one Stars player in a Glenn Maxwell, then you can only loop the one player there. And I really, from that standpoint, think that you should definitely captain Matt Short straight out. If you have three Stars players, I think it's very, very easy to vice-captain Shorty and uh, and see what happens with that first game for him. Just because there's not many... How many other guys in, in, in your squads would you be very confident on putting the straight captain on them in a in a single game week. Is it a is it a Tom Curran? Is it a, a Sutherland at the moment as the type of players to be looking to do that? Is it Sampras or something like that? Probably unlikely that you'd take that punt. So I feel like the straight C on short is good. And you can use that other couple of stars players that you do own two, whether it's three, to actually do some looping in your squad. So I've made a couple of trades here already myself. And the third one to bring in a you know, batsman or, or bowler, depending on, on how I want to play this myself. And then I can use Harper and also Glenn Maxwell, who have already gotten that looping spot, uh, to be able to loop between guys like Kane Richardson, you know, Sangers, Connolly's obviously there as well, McDermott up in the keeping spot. Or I could potentially stash a Darcy Short or a Ben Menenti if we don't think the role is going to be great onto you know, the, the looping spot, sorry, the, the bench emergency, so yeah, to be able to loop potentially there as well. Uh, there's lots of options that you can do with your side. So we go into the strikers squad there. And if you're looking up top in their batting order, there are a few guys that you could be fairly confident that are going to do well for you. And that's mainly going to be Matt Short. If you're looking at a bit of a pod play, then that's where Chris Lynn comes into, th comes into calculations there. The biggest reason you would go for him is the thought that he could go absolutely nuclear like Colin Munro did in round one. And from what I'm seeing at the moment, the trades that people are going for are fairly similar at this point. So it's a mixture between Matt Short as a definite and obviously that captaincy option. The second option seems to be David Payne, very, very clearly. And then the third one is a little bit of a, you know, take your pick. So you could go for a Basley and I'll explain why you could, you know, why you should go for him potentially. Uh, obviously Chris Lynn. In that one there, you don't get the carry or the head for those that are looking at that. They're already owned by too many teams. 
Uh, unfortunately, there you've got Adam Jose as well, Adam Hose, uh, as a potential option, but didn't go particularly well last year. So I'd personally move away from him. You then get into that middle order of Price and, and Jamie Overton, and he's another one to look at. So let's uh, let's split between those two as a potential option. And I think Lynn, out of all, all of these guys, is going to be that boom or bust kind of pod uh, option in there on that one. Overton and Basley. I think you should select Basley very clearly if he happens to be batting ahead of Overton in this one. So if he manages to get a sort of a, a roll at about that batting at sort of six, potentially even seven, I think of you know, anywhere in those two spots, I think is an absolutely cracking roll, given there's a high chance that he will bulk a good amount of overs. We do need to see how many bowlers that they put in their squad when they're 11 come game day as well. Because if they do load up with those three quicks, plus, plus Overton, plus Basley in there, and potentially like a Menenti, uh, they have Darcy Short and Matt Short. They have eight potential bowlers in that squad. And that's where those all-rounders, that's where, you know, Menenti, these types of players there could be, it could be a little bit tough for them to get overs. You know, you'd imagine Matt Short gets the one or two, depending on how they uh, decide to, to roll with that. And if he does bowl that first over or in that power play, like he, he seems to do very regularly, um, then there's, yeah, that's where it becomes a lot of, of question marks just based on that. But as I said, you get to decide that come game one here in round two. I think, as I said, Lynn has the, the best, the biggest potential to go nuts. I think Dave, uh, David Payne, obviously, with his scoring last year, the, the four games that he played, averaging 64.3, I believe, um, he's, nowhere, he's priced nowhere near that average, which is great. So you're getting someone that if they play anything like what he did last year, which he did take a lot of wickets and did really well, but has that potential as a left arm uh, swing bowler. And it sounds like he's going to be bowling at the death as well. So potential for those uh, junk wickets there, which is great. Uh, so I think he's probably your safest option at 139, a fair bit cheaper than that of Chris Lynn at 167.9 uh, there. So David Payne, probably second, along with Wes Agar. I do really like Wes um, and his potential to to score really well. He's not in this list here, given he's a, yeah, given he's a bowler. Um, and, and I'm just looking at the bats and, and those that have the jeweler as well. So Wes Agar is one of those guys that I've been having in and out of my side. And I suppose the question mark you need to look at is, is it worth having a guy that's a little bit going to be a little bit more of a point of difference guy in Wes Agar? Or do you go with the pack in David Payne? So, you know, potentially it could be one of those things that if you haven't started super well and you want to go for a little bit of a pod, you don't want to do, you know, a bit of a, a point of difference player with the Matt Short captain, but you're happy to do it with guys like Chris Lynn and potentially a Wes Agar instead of going for David Payne, which seems to be more. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. 
the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Or of, of, or of a majority right now, then that could be the, the good way to go about it. So I think both those both of those guys are going to do really well. You'd imagine where they got bowls some... Um, Balsam overs at the death as well, and and will definitely be one of those guys to get his four overs. So have a look at uh, have a look at both of those guys there for sure, and and then you want to be looking at Overton and, and where he ends up in that batting order, and then how many bowlers as well are in this side for his potential for some overs of bowling as well. So what you need to think of here, guys, is that these guys on the double, the price is not going to be too much of an issue. Because how you should be looking at is going from round two. So once this is all finished out and they play the double, is that you should most likely be trading two or three of those Adelaide Adelaide strikers if you have four or five of them, and moving them on to either some stars, which is going to be ugh, a bit of a yucky team to even you know, think about a look at at the moment, or Renegades plays in round three who have that double. So both those teams have the double, and you want to be moving a bunch of those strikers on anyway. So just go all out in this round two with those guys, because likely you're going to be moving, a, you know, even if it is a James Basley, you think he's going to have a decent role for a couple of rounds, uh, a couple of games, sorry. And can then move him straight on to, to one of those guys from a Renegades or also the Stars. You know, Quinton de Kock is on my radar as a guy that I could spend some spend up um, with with my cash to get him. And if he, you know, if he happens to score a little bit lower um, in his first hit out, then that could drop his price right down and then we have a bit of an opportunity to get him in the 150s, 160s, something like that. If he goes boom, then he'll get back to sort of where he started and then have potential to make money for us if we look to pick him up. So there are yeah, a bunch of the players that you want to be looking at from the strikers coming into round two. I wouldn't be looking at a Harry Nielsen. Uh, I think it's a bit of a waste. I don't think he's going to bat anywhere near high enough. He could be behind Basley. He could be behind um, you know, Jamie Oberson as well. And if that's the case, then that I think helps those, both those all-rounders out um, definitely for sure in that one. So uh, a couple other guys to look at, obviously, is uh, if things you know, have worked out pretty well for you in round one, you've stashed a bunch of Adelaide Strikers guys and you missed out on the cash grab and the points of um, of our man Swepson. Again, I'm in the batting side, unfortunately. He's up at just over 100K now and with a negative 60 break-even, like 70 uh, break-even, then, then if he's to score, I believe it's in the 40s, he could go up another sort of 30K which would be awesome um, for anyone who has him now, but if anyone who hasn't grabbed him so far. And that type of pickup, I think, is is predatory on the fact that you don't currently have a, a Fraser McGurk. You don't currently have a Tanvi Sanger. So Sanger has the double in round four. Fraser McGurk, obviously, double next round and looks really, really good. Obviously, the um, abandoned game didn't help him with his price rise, so you, thankfully, uh, you didn't completely lose out. 
if you didn't grab Fraser McGurk at the start. So those are two other guys there. Tanvi looks like he's got the, the spot long-term, which is great. The double's coming up. He's got a lovely negative break-even, a guy you want to be looking at. Fraser McGurk, on the other hand, we're not sure what's going to happen with Sean Marsh and, and what happens when uh, which position in the batting order he comes back into. And if Fraser McGurk gets moved from three down to a four or five or even a six, um, with guys like Finchie in there as well, who's obviously uh, a really, really solid number four. No, not too many other cheapies you want to look at. White, um, not White, but um, Mackenzie, Mackenzie Harvey, the leg spinner from, I don't know if my name's right, um, from Perth. Really, really cheap in the 50s. He um, obviously had a really good game. Unlikely he keeps his spot. The other thing to look at, guys, is Cooper Connolly. Does he continue bowling in this next game coming up? given the fact that Ashton Agar is looking to be back. So I'll potentially be looking to, uh, I'm going to chuck him in the emergencies, I believe, in my batting side, um, chuck the E on him and, and see how he goes. If he absolutely dominates, I can uh, I can remove one of those. Uh, I can put Harper in to that batting slot and make a decision from there, but obviously looping McDermott uh, along with with Billings in, in that uh, wicket-keeping spot as well. And then uh, we'll see how we go, obviously, with the bowling stocks there. With Tammy Sanger, I would very much like to play him so him playing the first game he'll be my emergency down in the bowling slot with Maxwell being able to be used for that uh, looping efforts and really it's and you know Richardson for my next worst contributor so he may he may miss out completely in in that one which would be pretty interesting so now uh, with all the other teams you know Jack Jack Edwards obviously made some money as well the Sixers don't have any further opportunities to uh, get a double um, so I don't think it's worth getting him. His, his break-even isn't as low as that of a Swepson. So that's how I'd be looking at this one, guys. Um, moving into round two. And uh, yes, that's where I'm at. Likely my third trade. At this stage, my third trade was Basley, but I do need to see what that uh, you know, that lineup looks like. And uh, if I want to go for an all-rounder, um, if I want to go for you know, Chris Lynn, or if I want to go for just a Wes Agar as my third um, in that one there. So that's how I'll be looking at it heading into that first game around too. And I wish all of you guys the best of luck in that first game, especially with our captains and plenty of strong. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.